Do you want to become a better songwriter? Well, we created a very simple 10-minute songwriter personality test, and it's going to help you better understand who you are as a writer, and it's going to help you in the writer's room when you're writing with other writers, because you're going to be able to identify what kind of writer they are, maybe even have them take the songwriter personality test. If you're curious and you want to take the songwriter personality test today, just visit songwriterpersonalitytest.com or go to the link on the writingworship.co website. Brave Worship episode 21. You're listening to the Brave Worship podcast with Chrissy Nordhoff and Mary Beth Dodd. Brave Worship is all about encouraging women to write, lead, and live worship. 21. Oh, it is time. We are totally adults now. We're 21. We thought we were 18, but now we're 21. Now we are. We grew up. We grew up and we're back. We're back. It's been a little sabbatical. We have had a sabbatical. It's been a little while. It's time to get ready with our take two. Yes. Phase two, 2.0. Brave Worship 2.0. So thank you for those of you that have requested for us to come back. Yeah. And, um, we need a little break, apparently, right? Yeah, I guess so. But yeah. here we are. Yeah. We're, we're back. back. We've got a lot of cool stuff going. And five five more sleeps, I think it is. What's happening? Or is it four more sleeps? Um, Three. Three? Okay. Yeah. We um, Brave Worship this year. We're not doing a conference this fall, but we're doing a trip to Scotland and um, we're partnering with Ray Hughes Ministries, and Ray and his wife Denise are leading us through several days of um, a tour regarding the history and revival places of Scotland that um, we've kind of narrowed down and chosen five different cities. And then um, we're going to land at our friend's castle in Edinburgh, and we'll be writing songs and um yeah, we're really excited to see what happens. So I just really feel like it, it's the beginning of something. I don't feel like it's like our destination, you know? I feel mm-hmm. like um, something is beginning here. Something is getting stirred up, and I don't know what it is yet. That's so cool. Well, and for the people that are listening here that listen to the podcast that we did with Andrew and Jill, which yeah, you can go back right. and listen to it, um, I think it's so cool how he really felt like there was like this bridge between where they live in Scotland and Nashville, which is insane, right? Yeah. And supposedly, before all of the continents were created, they were actually kind of touching, right? Yeah, before the continental divide. We found that out later. Yeah. After they felt like God had said that, which yeah. I know is like way out there, but how cool. Yeah. So I can't wait to see what's going to happen with yeah. it and just so I mean, many good girls going and you can't put you can't like put this stuff together yourself. This was totally like things just sort of fell into place and Ray and Denise were able to meet Jill and Andrew when they were here when they did the podcast. They were able to meet them and that's kind of what um what triggered this whole um trip. So mm-hmm. Yeah, it's totally been been a god thing so we'll see what happens oh my gosh it's gonna be so fun yeah and i can't wait to see too like if this is the beginning of something like what are the next trips gonna look like yeah and what can this stir up for songwriters because right you know we were just talking a little bit ago about some other stuff but just how god has so much more for women 
right. to be doing in creativity and birthing stuff and and mm-hmm. <laughs> birthing stuff songs yeah and right just the stuff he wants to like impart through women mm-hmm. that will just say okay i want to be a part of this you know yeah of what god's doing in the world yes and it's definitely been something we've had to fight for like every single person has had some sort of battle leading up to this mm. um we leave monday but couple days ago, one of the girls said, I know I'm not the only one struggling with stuff. Can you guys all send me your prayer requests? And everyone had like something major going on, Mm -hmm. like not normal stuff, you know? And so it just feels like it's, it's confirmation that we're having to fight for something. Um, Like it's a spiritual battle, literally just to get there. And so, um, so it just makes me think even more for sure. There's more to come. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, that's definitely a sign of like, so many things are possible. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't wait to hear more about it after the trip. You know, yeah, Probably next time we're sitting in here, we'll be talking about some of the crazy stuff that happened and mm-hmm. just really cool stuff. So oh, yeah. my gosh, exciting. Yes. And Mary Beth is staying home this time. I'm staying home. That's right. Yes. Holding down the prayer fort here. Yes. <laughs> Our anchor back home. Praying so for us. next, next time. Yes. Look out. It's about to be on. I know. We have a lot of people that would have loved to have gone, and but um, weren't able to make it this first go around. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty cool, though. That I mean, every spot that we had is full. Is yep, accounted for, and so mm-hmm. the right people that are supposed to be going this time are going. Yeah, can't wait to see what's going to happen with it. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, we're so. excited and. By the way, I was going through our family genealogy again this morning because while we're there, we're going to go to the Edinburgh Library, the National Library, and um, check out some ancestry stuff. We have a meeting set up. So the crazy thing is, and I think you and I have talked about this before, but one of our um, family names coming from our grandmother's side is Wallace. Her maiden name was Wallace, but... It traces all the way back to over there. Um, so wouldn't it be crazy if we were really related to William Wallace? Yes. And our worship is called Brave Worship. Isn't that weird, everybody? And all Brave this... Heart, the movie. I know. all about that. Yeah. <laughs> That's really cool. Isn't it crazy? Mm-hmm. So I, I just feel like, I mean, I've been there two other times, like 12 years ago and 10 years ago for worship stuff with Jill and Andrew, but... Um, but when I was over there, there's almost just like this holiness. It feels like, I don't even know how to say it. Like there's just a holiness about being there. And, um, I don't know. I know another one of our great grandfathers, our ninth great grandfather back was born in Edinburgh. Mm. So, I mean, it's some of our roots, our family roots for sure. And, um, sometimes I think it takes going back, um, to, almost give you insight into your current purpose. You have to go backwards. So I think there's something for both of us that I'm going to find while we're there. That's really cool. Are you excited? I'm excited. For the family secret treasure. to hear it. Yeah. What if you find like, yeah, a buried treasure? Yeah. With our names on it. <laughs> yeah. One of our, one of our ancestors, um, grandmother's um, father, had, I think, came up with the Argyle Tartan. 
We came patent. up with Argyle. So I think somebody owes me some money. I'd say so. <laughs> well, <laughs> and you know what it makes me think of when you were saying that? Like, it's like, I don't know if there's such thing as like holy ground, right? Remember the song, We Are Standing on Holy Ground? Yes. Um, I remember With your that. accompaniment tapes back in the day. Yeah. Um, but just, have you ever gone into a really cool cathedral yeah. or church and some of these places and you know back in the day i got to go in a lot of cool places in europe mm, even choir tour and tours. even mm-hmm. just around the united states and some of the bigger cities and it's like you go into these places that have been around forever and ever and it's not just that they're gorgeous because mm-hmm. they are you know they've really spent time on making it a work of art but right how many hundreds of years worth of worship has happened in that mm. place like there's just something really cool about that yeah you know to so to think that you guys are almost doing a tour of these lands that had so much rich spiritual background mm-hmm. like that in and of itself is like incredible yeah just so you'll be there and mm-hmm. just i don't know i think it's gonna be cool yeah it is it's really cool and even in in biblical times um According to Ray, he spoke on worship, and and we listened to several of his messages. But um, he says when the Bible refers to the ends of the earth, that it is referring to Scotland because that's where they thought the earth ended. So, um, wow! And in Edinburgh Castle, which we're gonna go see, is the um, Stone of Destiny. Have you heard of that? No, what's that? It's supposedly Jacob's pillow that he laid his head on. Um, when he had his vision. So I have to watch the movie. So do you. What movie? There's a documentary on Amazon Prime. Stop it. Start Are you serious? it. serious? Yes. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. So anyways, we've got that going on. That's kind of our big event for the fall. And um, And next year we talked about doing some more brave events. So yeah. So let us know. If you're interested in that, you we've know, got it's a couple, always good to get feedback. Yeah. We've got a couple cities that have requested dates and we're considering those right now. Yeah. So, so that would be kind of cool. We mm-hmm. might be able to come a little closer to where you are. Yes. If you're listening. I know we've got people all over that tune in for this broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be really oh. fun. We'd love to do it. Definitely. We would. Yeah. Um. So I also wanted to mention today because just it's, it's happening currently in our current events section of this podcast mm. um, that we are keeping our eye on what's going on on the um, mall in Washington, D.C. We're so excited about um, the gathering that's happening there. I don't know if you guys have heard about it. It's called Awaken the Dawn, and it's a lot of people coming together to worship. And then there's a second event called... What is it called? Rise Up? Yeah, Rise Up. And it's on October 9th on the mall as well. And it's kind of wrapping things up from all of the worship that's happening before that. Um, And especially calling out to the women to stand up and pray and worship for your families, for your nation. I just I just don't think the timing of that is um, insignificant, you know? Yeah. Well, in 20 years before, there was the Stand in the Gap um, Promise Keepers, is that what it was called? Uh-huh. Didn't our dad go to that? Did he? I think so. Wow. I think that's what, he went to some of the Promise Keepers. So uh-huh. yeah, I don't know for sure if it was that one, but that's really okay. cool. And mm-hmm. I went there too for this thing called DCLA 97 mm-hmm. with my, like a high school youth group, singing group. So that's pretty cool. And there was worship happening then. Yeah. When you were there, you yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. 
it was. Mm-hmm. So that's really neat to think. 20, 20 years, years later, wow. they're doing something big. And I love that they're just calling out women. Do you want to read that too. thing, actually? That's sure. so cool. Um, the one from yesterday, I think it was. This is a email that they sent out yesterday, and it's coming from men. Basically, this is coming from men. But it says, in 1997, over a million men gathered to the National Mall in Washington, D.C. to stand in the gap as promise keepers. Now, 20 years later, it's time for women to rise up and do the same for our nation, our families, and our children. We are gathering women from all over America to the National Mall in Washington, D.C. on October 9th to rise up. This is an urgent call of intercession, prayer, and hope for the women in our nation to come together for such a time as this. That's cool. That's so cool. And I, I this is not the only time recently where I've heard people say it's time for women to um, just step up to what God's asking mm-hmm. them to do. And one person even said, what if women remembered what God, you know, brought them here for and called them to, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. like you mentioned earlier, like there's so many things in culture and just circumstances where women are told the lie that they don't have anything to bring to the table, mm. you know, or that they need to just kind of stay in the background or whatever. And it's mm-hmm. like, if you think back and you see what God's called women to do, if you see what women did in the Bible, the kind of leadership that they brought, the kind of things that they did, mm-hmm. um, it's so much more than that, you know? And I'm not talking about like, oh, you have to, you have to work outside the home or you right. don't, or you, you know, like, uh, you know, some people say uh, more men should be actually this was really cool. This was uh, Cheryl Sandberg that said this. She said, mm-hmm. I'd like to see more women in the workplace that are called to that and more men in the home that are called to that, you mm-hmm. know, like just whatever it is that you're called to do right. kind of thing. But I mean, just regardless of, of opinions on that or whatever, like just just taking hold of what God has for you. Women, women are not women, you know, taking hold of that and remembering um, the greatness that you're called to whatever role you play, you know, mm. if you're in the home being a better, um, you know, homemaker or whatever it is that yeah. you really are passionate about that God made you to do. Yeah. Which um, was our mom. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Or if you're in a worship role, mm-hmm. um, stepping into that in a greater way, mm-hmm. being intentional with that, you know, yeah. not just letting another week come and going through the motions of it, mm-hmm. but really setting yourself up to, be drawn in spiritually so that when you take the stage Sunday morning, you know, Mm -hmm. God can do something really cool, something different every single week. Yeah. Fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I just had, um, I just looked the, looked up rise up and I was looking up some verses because I know I've heard it in the Bible before this one popped up. And I think this is really interesting. Isaiah 52, (laughs) two, And it's kind of funny in the beginning. But anyways, shake thyself from the dust. Arise, sit on thy throne, O Jerusalem. Loose thyself from the bonds of thy neck, O captive daughter of Zion. Well, that's not the one I thought it was. <laughs> Hang that's on. So good. It's shake off the dust. Shake the dust off yourself. Rise up. Sit in throne, Jerusalem. Loose the bonds from your neck, captive daughter Zion. But I think what was standing out to me was the shake off the dust, mm. you know? Yeah. Um, because I think a lot of times the dust begins to define who we are rather than what's underneath the dust. Like we let the dust settle and we settle 
at the same time. And um, this is basically saying, get up, shake that stuff off. So we carry around sometimes, um, you know, trying to please other people or opinions of other people or things people have said, all those things settle on us and cause us to settle. And then um, when we rise up, um, it's, it's a different posture. It's shaking those things off. It's um, looking ahead. It's having a different outlook. It's knowing who you are in Christ um, and moving on from those former things that hold you back. Um, I just thought it was cool. It said, loose the bonds from your neck, captive daughter Zion. You know what's so weird? What? I was driving here this morning, and literally the phrase that I prayed was, God, let me settle into who you've made me to be. Nuh-uh. That exact phrase, which is like, you basically, I could have said that, and then you could have said all that. Nuh-uh. You know what I mean? Like, it all Whoa. goes together. But I was thinking about so many times we think about, what God, what do you want me to do? Like, mm-hmm. what activities are best in my busy life, you know, mm-hmm. with work or ministry, kids, family, all these things. And it's like, what's the direction or what's the priority? Mm-hmm. And really, it's like, if we just settle into who God made us to be, mm. then everything else is just going to come from that. You know, yeah. everything else comes out of that as evidence of who we are in mm. Christ. That's crazy. So shake it off, y'all. Shake it off. <laughs> shake it off. Oh, we could crazy. play that song if yeah. it wasn't for royalties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think, you know, I have, I have a lot of conversations with a lot of younger girls that are going through stuff in life and trying to figure out which direction they want to head and all that. But you're right, Mary Beth, it's not always about asking, what should I do? It's, it's who am I? Mm-hmm. How do I be me, the me that you created? That's a better question to ask. And, you know, if you do that, if you dig in and look at the character that God placed in your heart, then you can much more easily decipher what fits in with that character and what doesn't. Absolutely. That's like secondary. If God made you to be a songwriter, then you write songs regardless of the outcome, right? Mm -hmm. Regardless of where they go or what God chooses to do with them. Yes. You know? Yeah. Because a lot of times... If he calls you to be a songwriter, you most likely aren't also going to be gifted in marketing. Just warning you. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, absolutely. Or technology for that matter. Doesn't always all come in a package. Yep, it's true. So, and I think that's a question too. If you're if you're made to write songs, like is it enough if God's your audience, you know, sometimes or on a certain song? Right. Or on most songs. I mean, to tell you the truth, I heard somebody say last week. So last week I got to go down to the experience conference with integrity and met um, John Egan and Andy Rozier. Um, But anyway, something Andy said that was awesome um, was God doesn't give us songwriting for us to write songs for the church. He gives us songwriting. So we'll spend time with him. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? That's profound. Yeah. It really is. I mean, that brings it all the way back mm-hmm. to the heart, you know, and and worship leaders, same thing can yeah. be true. Like, exactly. God didn't give you all those gifts just so you could get on a stage and, and lead other people. Sometimes it's at home by yourself. Yeah. Lots of times it is. Yes. Yeah. And so I, I truly think, you know, what happens in secret will show anywhere you go. It translates to anywhere. So if you're worshiping, 
you know, at home and worshiping with all your heart, when you get on stage, it'll be the same. Um, and it, and it really won't matter to you where you are, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I don't know, from a worldly perspective, you can measure success that way. If you're at home or if you're in front of a large crowd, that's an earthly perspective, right? But from a heavenly perspective, it's the same. If you're worshiping in your house or if you're worshiping on a stage, it's to the Lord, you know, if it's for him that you're truly worshiping, it's the same. Mm -hmm. So. So true and so hard to get in your brain sometimes. uh Uh-huh. Yeah, it is. So good perspectives here today. Mm Mm-hmm. Very good. Good thoughts about purpose, really. Really. Um, And how to find it. So it's a question that continually, I think, comes up over the course of life. But I think the more you hone in on what that, who I am, who you made me to be, and you start understanding pieces of yourself, um, I think it gets easier the older you get. You know? Well, and I think it like it draws us way back to our very first podcast, which would have been a year and a half, almost two years ago, probably, right? Wow. We're getting old up here. What? Maybe not that long. It seems like it. I think it's okay. been almost. Anyways, um, when we talked to Darlene Check, you know, and just mm-hmm. one of my absolute mentors, whether she knew it or not from right. afar, just mm-hmm. watching her, not just lead worship, but pastor people. Mm-hmm. But when she said to us, you know, when you um, are doing worship, it needs to be this well-worn path, right? Between yes. you and God. And that's what our lives have to look like. Yeah. Whatever we aspire to do. Uh-huh. Yeah. You plug it in. If your thing isn't, you know, worship, then... I mean, all of us, you know, to some extent, that is everybody's thing because God placed a piece of that in our hearts that we just need to do that. But, um, you know, if you're an artist, for instance, that has to be a well-worn path, too. Um, If you're a singer, that has to be a well-worn path. If you're an instrumentalist, you can't expect to get up, you know... um, I've heard stories of these instrumentalists that they get up and they play completely flawlessly. People are amazed, but you know, well into their later years, they, they still practice every single day. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know the same is true of vocalists, you know, yeah. Opera singers and all of that. So totally whatever it is, needs to be a well-worn path, including worship for sure. Yeah. There's this uh, concept I've been kind of teaching in the business world mm-hmm. lately, and I'll see if I can um, pull it up because I think it's it's pretty cool. But um, it's the idea that, you know, because you're talking about, okay, if you're a singer, you're practicing singing, you know, mm-hmm. if you're a worship leader, you're spending time worshiping. Like that is your practice. That's what Mm -hmm. gets you there. And honestly, that's what um, gives you confidence to step forward, you know, into that place, into what you're doing. And um, so this concept that's really been on my mind is that confidence is developed through discipline. Hmm. Like that's what makes us feel like we can step into it and we're not freaked out. Like, oh, I can step up and I can sing this national anthem because I've practiced it 150 times. I know exactly what I'm doing. I know which little nuances I'm doing where with my notes. Everything, all all of it. Um, And just, I don't know, it's that concept. It's that 
um, the more we practice it in a consistent manner, in a disciplined way, um, the more confidence we have stepping into it. And the same thing is true in worship leading. I mean, I remember weeks where I would step on the platform and be like, oh my word, like here I am leading everybody. And I didn't spend much time this week worshiping. I didn't, you know, and so just knowing that you can hear, you can recognize that voice of God because you've spent the time Mm -hmm. you've been disciplined in that, you know, is huge. Yeah. And the same is true for me in the writing room. Like, um, I know there have been mornings where I spend my own time writing by myself with the Lord, just from my heart, you know, before I get into a session and the Lord will give me what I needed that morning before I even walk in. And then there's people that say, how do you come up with this stuff? Like, how do you do it? And it's putting in the work when nobody's looking. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. I mean, the work, the discipline, like you're saying, Mary Beth, the same thing, discipline, the practice, the practice of worship, you know? Mm, That's a good way to put it. You're like, you're primed and ready, you know, when you've done that. And it reminds me of... uh, uh-oh. I used to get Here it comes. <laughs> I used to get to work with this guy named Nate Nielsen and he's seriously one of the funniest people of all time. So Yes. If you want to follow him on social. But um great guy and mm-hmm. awesome mentor. But I remember one time um he was making coffee. We used to drink a lot of decaf back then. <laughs> For some reason, maybe it was a little cold in the church during the week, but he was going to make um, some coffee for us. And I remembered going in the kitchen and seeing like all these mugs lined up with water in them. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> you need to put the water in the coffee pot so it can brew. But he's like, I'm seasoning the cup. So I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I put really hot water in the cup. And it knocks the chill off of the cup so that once the coffee is ready and I pour the hot coffee into the cups, it stays hot longer. Mm. I'm like, how cool is that? Like, it's the most amazing, like, concept because I'm the person that, hey, as soon as my coffee, like, passes into chilly mode, I'm like, dump it because it's over with us, you know? It's done between me and you. break up with your coffee. (laughs) It's over immediately. (laughs) So, I don't know. I just, that's what it reminded me of where it's like, you're priming it. Like, you're getting Hmm. this cup ready so that... It's just going to be, you know. So he can fill it and you'll stay hot. Yeah. It's cool. I love that. Yeah. I like what you just said, that he can fill it and it'll stay hot. Exactly how it's supposed to be. So. Wow. I don't know. If nothing else, I hope that all of us remember this week, like, you got to spend the time. Yeah. Season that thing. (laughs) Season. (laughs) Oh. That's a good idea. It's really beautiful. Yeah. So um, those are some great things for you guys to think about this week. I hope it kind of triggered some thoughts in you and be watching the, um, you know, what's happening in D.C. with the Rise Up and Awaken the Dawn. I think there's going to be some cool things to come. I'm really excited about this um, Scotland trip. Mm -hmm. And when we come back, um, we'll make sure that we share some more info about what happened and what's coming next in Brave Worship. Yes, absolutely. Brave Worship is going to shift, I have a feeling. I don't know what's happening. It's going to be some awesome stuff. Yes. And so. we've, we've had such major support, too, um, with all of this. So thank you to all of you that have been supporting us, and please pray for us, um, along with Mary Beth and our anchor team here. Yeah, so absolutely 
stay brave. Let's keep watching. Let's watch and pray. You know, there's just really good stuff coming, I think, in this nation and across the world. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of women that need to step into being ready for that, you know, and a lot of men, too. Get ready, everyone. Get ready. Get ready. There's more to come. I'm excited. Stay tuned. It's going to be good stuff, you guys. Okay, so now you have to say all the stuff. I do? Oh. Yeah, yeah. So check us out at braveworship.com. You can also find us on Facebook. If you just search for Brave Worship, you can pull it up. You can see stuff on there. Did you guys know that we have a live meeting monthly every first Monday for the most part? If it's ever varied, we will let you know um, on our page there. But that we have a gathering of female songwriters and a lot of worship leaders that come as well are people who want to try songwriting. You don't have to feel like you know you identify fully as that and that you're willing to admit it, but just writers, people who want to tap into what God has for us. So it's every first Monday night at Gateway Church in Franklin, Tennessee, um, 6 p.m., and it's an awesome awesome way to just connect with other people. Um, And we always do like a speaker, something where we're taking something away. We have a time of worship. We usually have prayer. We usually have snacks. I mean, snacks. I mean, come on. Fellowship. Fellowship. Community. Community. So it's awesome, you guys. And we've had people come from all over Mm -hmm. the U.S. to come to this event. We've had people drive in from like Minnesota, um, of course, like Alabama, Tennessee, One time Georgia, we had like four, four or five states represented yep. that one month. Absolutely. So touch base with us. Make sure, um, you know, you confirm a date and time, of course, if you're driving in from somewhere. But we'd love to see you. We'd love to connect yeah. with you there and get a chance just to network and find out what's going on with you and your ministry and the things that you're doing. And um, so that's kind of some places that you can find us. And stay tuned because we're going to be putting out some more podcasts as well. And we've got good we stuff promise. coming. We promise. They're coming. They're coming. Thanks for waiting. Yep. We're back. Whoop, whoop. You've been listening to the Brave Worship Podcast with Dove Award-winning songwriter Chrissy Nordhoff and worship leader and music pastor Mary Beth Dodd. Visit braveworship.com forward slash free song and sign up for the email list to get updates on all the latest Brave Worship events, conferences, and retreats. Plus, get free songs to use in your next worship service, complete with chord chart and track. Also, find out how you can join Chrissy and Mary Beth in person at the next Brave Worship conference. Simply visit braveworship.com forward slash conference to learn more. The times I've grown most as a songwriter are the times I've had mentors showing me the way. If you're looking to grow as a songwriter, we're now accepting applications for our Worship Songwriter Mentorship. Now, it's available only a few times each year. The Worship Songwriter Mentorship is a songwriting intensive that will help you craft impactful worship songs. It's a course created by Dove Award-winning and Grammy-nominated, drumroll here please, (laughs) our founder, pro songwriter Chrissy Nordoff. It's a small group community, and it's led by other songwriters over the course of nine weeks. It's an intensive course and a small group co-writing environment, and that means you'll be added to a special group of about 12 writers, give or take. Each group is led by experienced songwriters, some of them my dear, dear friends, and I've even gotten to lead a group or two. Rachel here, by the way. We love the church, and we love to champion fellow worship songwriters just like yourself. In this mentorship, you'll learn how to write songs for you and your congregation, You'll go deeper in your intimacy with Jesus. You'll get the tools needed to help craft songs more easily and never run out of creative ideas. 
Okay, I know it sounds too good to be true, but trust me, this course is a game changer. You'll learn how to leverage your unique songwriting personality and connect with other like-minded writers in a meaningful way. Truly, I can't think of another course, group of people, community that has impacted my songwriting the way that this mentorship has. If you're wanting to take the next steps in your songwriting journey, then apply now at the link in our show notes. We hope to see you there.